Today, the biggest retirement planning concerns and how to worry less about your plan is what we're going to discuss. Plus, we'll also look at some strategies to help you transition into retirement. And we also play Stump the Guru. So please stay with us. And now, Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. You also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Welcome into our weekly podcast, and might I say it is podcast 100 with Fred Sade. It's Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of this fiduciary firm of the same name, and also, of course, in the financial arena for years, holding a PhD in economics or earned at Duke University. A very wonderful school, Fred, and happy 100th podcast to you. Absolutely. You too, my co-host. Yeah, 104 is uh, when we're planning the big um, two-year anniversary of this podcast. And wow. Yeah, it's going to be, um, well, I mean, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but some of the podcast staff members have leaked to me some of your plans. Uh, you're going all out with a big two-year celebration Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. I'm not going to give up who leaked it, but. Well, I'll let you know. We're going to have birthday cupcakes. That much I'll cop. That much? Okay. I heard heard rumors of a band. I don't know. Uh, Could be. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, we are talking retirement. We're talking concerns. We're going to take a look at uh, how it's, of course, beneficial to be on the proactive side of things as far as opposed to the reactive side of things in retirement planning. Certainly understandable why many near or in retirement Retirement would have concerns. In fact, we'll open with the author of the book, Don't Worry, Retire Happy, and retirement planning guru, Tom Hegna, who has no problem exploring many concerns that come with retirement planning. Let's hear what Tom Hegna had to say. Well, you know, of all the risks in retirement, and there's market risk, there's inflation, there's taxes, there's long-term care, there's sequence of returns, withdrawal rate risk. There's a lot of risks. But the number one risk is longevity risk because, as you said, it's not just a risk. It multiplies all the other risks. See, the longer you live, the more likely the stock market is going to crash. The longer you live, the more likely you're going to take too much money out. The longer you live, the more likely you'll see inflation. The more likely you'll see your taxes go up, and the more likely you're going to need long-term care. And so what the PhDs who study retirement say is, you know, in order to have an optimal retirement, you must take that longevity risk off the table. Yeah, and definitely be aware of it, which leads us to concern number one, and hopefully more people are aware of longevity risk, to take at least the risk off of the table, and that is how have I saved enough to last me through retirement? Yeah, uh, Tom is, is absolutely is absolutely correct. Uh, in order to answer that question, you have to get away from, from these crazy rules of thumb. This is how much you should have at this age. This is how much you should have at that age. None of that makes any sense. I mean, you have to decide. First of all, everybody's different. 
and and people have different goals for their money. So you have to make some decisions about what do you want your money to do for you in retirement? What do you want your income to do? What are your income goals? Uh, uh, people think about money in silos. They, they um, don't think over the fact that money is actually very fungible. But thinking about money in silos gets them to commit to different to different uh, goals. So um, they also have to give themselves permission not only to to save, but also ultimately, uh, you know, to spend. So that that means um, that means if you can decide the things that I've just talked about, then you have a framework to say, do I have enough money to retire? Now maybe the answer is yes. Maybe the answer is no. But you need it just can't be an arbitrary number where somebody says, I have to have X amount of dollars. Say it's a million dollars. That's the magic number. Now the magic number is 1.3 million or 1.2 million, whatever the flavor of the day is. By itself, it doesn't mean anything because we don't know what your goals are. What do you want to do with that money? How much are you going to be spending? So we need to know what your goals are and what your income goals uh, are. And, of course, that means that you need a budget. I mean, the single most important document is the budget. And I, I find that sometimes people absolutely resist, fight tooth and nail, to not to not um, to not do the budget, and that that is that's imperative because you need to know what your income is, what your spending is, and you, and for for some uh, people, uh, that that becomes a, a real a real challenge because it may require lifestyle uh, adjustments. But you have to make those uh, decisions. And without a budget, you, you just, it, I mean, it's like, it's like flying blind. I mean, it's like a, a pilot in a plane who, who isn't qualified to fly by instruments, you know, on a rainy, cloudy day and you can't, and foggy and you can't see your hand in front of your face. So what's the problem? You might crash and burn mm -hmm. because you don't know where you're going. And, and this is why the budgeting is uh, is imperative. That that's really where it has to start. And if people don't want to do a budget, it becomes a wheel spin uh, because you, because they're not going to necessarily own uh, the rest of the analysis if if they're not committed to it. So that's that's a, that is a, a a big that is a big deal. And um, then um, you know then you need to have some legacy. Uh, goals because you know tomorrow isn't guaranteed to anybody. So what happens if you don't if you don't live to, you know to to fulfill your um, your your goals? Mm -hmm. So that means that um, that there has to has to be some mechanism in there uh, in order to, in order to make sure that if something happens to you, those goals can be uh, achieved. And these are, if these are pre-retirement goals and you have a family, um, the kids may be young, maybe they're, they're going to be going to, going on to school or careers or what have you. Uh, do you want them to live in the same neighborhood, go to the same schools and so on? Uh, you may not have enough time. So this is where life insurance becomes vitally, uh, important. And, um, um, you know, um, I'm always, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you have to adjust your budget and your spending in order to be able to take advantage of catch-up uh, provisions uh, so that you can, you know, if you have a retire on time, if you have some 
particular uh, age uh, in mind, then you ha- then you have to, you know, start uh, with with backwards to figure out how much how much you have to put away, how much do you have to uh, earn. So the rule of seventy two uh, becomes vitally uh, important uh, here. And some people don't want to retire; um, they 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 plan to keep on working there their entire lives. They, they have no interest in doing anything other than what they're, they're doing in some capacity. Or perhaps they, they want to do something, you know, different. Uh, maybe it's an interest or a hobby that they want to build into a business, or maybe they want to work part-time at something else, whatever it is. But they don't, they don't want to retire, and there's, there's no reason to force people, uh, you know, into retirement, mm-hmm. especially uh, if, if they're not interested in doing that. Another uh, concern, I think this ties right in with everything you just said. A lot of people wonder, am I on track the right way? Am I with the right financial advisor? And I think a better question could be, if you're near retirement, am I with a financial advisor who specializes in retirement strategies? What is the difference between the two? Well, there's, look, there's, there's a big, big difference because most advisors are um, – focused on uh, accumulations. And that's, if if you do an internet search, you're going to find tons of people who do, who do uh, accumulations. Uh, You you really have to beat the bushes to find people who don't, but that's the first level of advisor. They get paid on their assets, under management. People understand that they relate to them. It's a very easy concept to get across. When there's a second type of uh, advisor who's a financial planner and does some retirement planning uh, as an adjunct, but basically they still are uh, in the asset gathering business and they get paid basically under assets under under management. And then and then the third type of advisor is, is me, or uh, and there are some people like me um, who who are in this third category who do heavy-duty tax planning with detailed retirement distribution planning and we um, we are heavy-duty we are heavy-duty planners we are focused on on the on the retirement uh, space and we're also looking at, at the tax implications because once you build those out uh, you're, you're really talking about the the proper, uh, vehicles to hold your your savings and accumulations, the proper order to take the income uh, from those assets, and uh, in order to give you the the, the optimal uh, retirement based on whatever your uh, your your goals uh, you know are, um, you know be, being a being a fiduciary, uh, not all advisors are fiduciaries. But that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad. Uh, you, you you can have brokers who do a very good uh, job, uh, you know, for their clients. But for those who are fiduciaries, the client's interest uh, comes first and, and foremost, even at at your even at the expense of your own pocketbook. And um, and, and they really, and I mean, when we're we're so focused on on trying to get people to. Um, uh, to to uh, articulate their their goals and help them think about their future self and and this this is a big challenge. People think people have great difficulty of thinking about their future 
their future selves. It was just a uh, study done at, uh, at, at um, uh, the University of Michigan. And uh, the uh, professors in the study uh, had their graduate students um, think about themselves in the future. And it was very interesting because they couldn't do it. They would write, about, they would write about, about themselves in the third person, he or she, as the case you know, might be, but not, but not me. And, right. and that that's a challenge. And, and that and that is something that, that you that uh, an advisor who really works at it uh, ha- has has really paid a lot of attention, done a lot of study uh, and and um, uh, wor- uh, gone through use wor- use workbooks in order to uh, 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 do that. And, and we have a whole process that we have where we work with uh, people. We even do some focus grouping. Uh, where where that's a main where that is a main um, uh, effort to get people to to understand uh, their their future self their future goals and and get them to 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 be able to focus on that because if you if you can't do that that becomes a real problem in justifying saving and investing uh, for the future is against consumption uh, you know right now and and, um, and we recognize that this is that this is heavily that this is heavily behavioral. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things. I mean, we, people come in, they don't have a retirement plan. We need to, you need a retirement plan. It's not a one and done. It needs to be reviewed periodically. You need a budget. Uh, you need tax planning. You need permission. The, the advisor has to work with you to help you get from accumulation to deaccumulation to spending. So you need permission to to, um, to to spend some money and enjoy life. You need a legacy plan, um, an in, the income plan. Uh, how much risk are you taking? Most people don't have any idea how much risk they're taking. We put them, we put them through psychometric testing. Uh, people have no idea how much risk they're taking. Sometimes they're stunned by the amount of risk they're taking. They don't know how much they're paying uh, in fees. Fees are, are, are a very big, uh, very big deal. Um, you know, Vanguard, Vanguard was built on recognition of the importance of fees. Until Vanguard, you know, fees were not were not a major were not a major issue. They they obviously are uh, now. Uh, commissions should be disclosed, just as fees should be disclosed. And uh, you know, in in, the do- in in our planning documents that we that we use. We disclose everything. Now, people don't understand. Uh, they, they think that uh, we get a fee or a commission and it's going into my pocket. That's not the way it works. I mean, we're running a business. The money goes into the business. I'm on a draw. Whether, whether uh, you buy or you work with me or whatnot, it doesn't affect my life one, one iota because I'm on a draw at the end of the year. Um, I, I, I may get a bonus or a larger draw or I may not. Uh, so it, you know, no one situation makes one iota of difference, as far as I'm concerned. And we explain how we get compensated, uh, and 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 um, and we explain how the money is used, uh, because better, over sixty percent of of our revenue uh, goes to, goes to operations, uh, all the things that we need to be a functioning business. We're running a business. This is not a candy shop. So, um, oh yeah, of course. The, the other, the, you know, the the other thing is, people people need to have uh, reviews 
currently of their plan. If they don't have a plan, they need one. It still is not going to be forever. You know, next year, you're, you're in a different place than you are. This year, things change. Tax laws change constantly. Um, there's so much change is so rapid today. People can't absorb it because it's coming at you so fast. So that, that's so that's why a plan needs to be done and, and reviewed constantly. And Fred has uh, really explained uh, well the uh, all that's necessary in proper retirement planning and dealing with a fiduciary as Fred is and a retirement specialist as Fred is. You can reach Fred with that call to 800-593-8188. It's 800-593-8188. You'll also see the link to Fred's website wherever you landed for this podcast, and that is moneymattersusa.net, and he highly encourages you to click the red light on the dashboard tab, but also the podcast tab, because you can scroll through the other 99 podcasts. You know, I mentioned we were going to look at a proactive versus reactive approach in retirement planning. So look, let's look at a couple of areas here, Fred. Uh, let's start with taxes. Uh, if you're living on pre-taxed income, uh, the reactive approach could be, oh, I knew this day would come at some point, but what's a good, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it happens, you know, uh, that partner is going to want to be bought out at some point. But what about, what's a good, though, sound proactive approach? Well, I I think you, you, you look at, you look at the tax, you look at the taxes um, up front. In other words, which, which, which bucket should hold uh, which type of of of, um, of of asset? So start start with that, and then once once we once we you know deconstruct your tax return, and and show you how the tax code is working for you or against you, then you can make intelligent decisions uh, about what to what to do in terms of assets which to purchase, where to locate them, and more, and also how to draw down on them uh, when uh, when you're in uh, when you're in retirement. So look at look at this as, as a proactive you know opportunity. I mean people come in and they are a hundred percent tax deferred or they're almost a hundred percent Roth. And, and yeah, it's great to say I'm in a zero tax bracket, but you get no benefit from, in other words, any expenses that you have that are tax deductible are worth nothing. And, you know, and, and right. you're not taking advantage. I mean, there's, there's a magic number right now. There's a magic bracket. It's a 24% bracket. And this is a different conversation that we don't have time for today, but maybe at some other point. Uh, the 24% bracket is a magical bracket because a lot of good things happen at that bracket point and you get a lot of deductibility. So if you bunch your deductions, you get it. And, it's, it, you know, 100% of zero is still zero. So, zero, so some years you may want to be in a zero bracket, but you don't always want to be in a zero bracket because it, it, leaves, you, it leaves you hanging uh, and, and dry. But the tax planning... As I, as I indicated at the beginning, tax planning is, is really an imperative. Uh, do it right up front, and, and that, will, that will inform the other choices that you make. Now, there are some people who are going to say, well, you know, taxes shouldn't be the, the dominant consideration. You should look at the quality of the investment. Okay, fine. 
that that's that's perfectly fine. But you you don't want to do you don't want to do something that's absolutely stupid, and and, and do something that's going to bite you. Uh, not only immediately, but down the road, or you may make a mistake, and it, and it's going to be very, very expensive to unpack it. So these are all, uh, you know, these are all considerations. And and again, we do a lot of this because that's that's where a lot of our focus uh, is. It's, it's not an afterthought. It's it's a place where where we start. You know, in looking at um, inflation which we've been dealing with. It's always there. You know, a reactive approach would be what we're doing. Man, can you believe how much eggs cost now? Uh, but what's what's a proactive approach, especially with the income you work with people in building in their retirement regarding inflation? Well, we, we, we want to be able to help people recognize that inflation will always be with us. Uh, it's it's absolutely necessary because you you have you know spending government spending the, the inflation is always going to be be here so you either we either can have um, investments or annuities or life insurance however we we do this we either can ladder it so we ha- so they come in at different points in time so that uh, we can counteract inflation and close the gap between the amount of income you have and the amount and the amount of expense the the, the gap will there will always be a gap that's going to open just just think of it as a boat that's docked with the water and as, and as the waves come the boat moves away from the water no matter how tight you have the boat tethered to the dock, and and it's that gap that we're that we're going to try to close. Now, um, the other way it can be done in part is by uh, having uh, in, uh, inflation-adjusted um, uh, income coming out of uh, out of annuities, and and we do have annuities that are inflation-adjusted and and do have increasing payouts. Um, all the research shows um, that. People who have annuities are happier in retirement, and they get, and they give themselves permission to spend in retirement because they know with absolute certainty that the money is going to be there the next month. It's coming from you know from the insurance company, um, and uh, with whether you were using an increasing strategy or whether or not we're using a lattice strategy, either of those strategies or a combination of them will take care of closing that gap. And, um, and and that's that's the thing to do at, at the beginning. That, again, that's all part of the you know of the planning process and, and how you and how you use your your money to to uh, be in a, to to be able to uh, enjoy uh, your your retirement and, and reach your and reach your goals. Well, coming up, uh, Fred has more answers, but in this case, it's answers to a couple of listeners and because they submitted their question to try to stump the guru, which can really pay off for you if you do. And Fred's going to let you know if you stump him, even if he knows the answer, but just requires some research to give you a more thorough answer. So we'll do that and we'll tell you how you can play stump the guru. It is straight ahead on Money Matters USA. Thank <laughs> you. 
Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back. It's Money Matters USA with Fred Sade podcast number 100. And again at 104, because 104 is our two-year anniversary, we'll have a special uh, a special celebratory two-year anniversary, Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of this firm, Money Matters USA, holding a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University and many years in the financial arena. And as we talked about earlier on the show, specializing in retirement planning. His website is moneymattersusa.net. If you click the podcast tab... Uh, you can scroll through the other 99 podcasts. A lot of good topics and uh, varied topics on this podcast. You can scroll through the menu, but also you'll get the drop down for something Fred calls Stump the Guru. And if you want to submit a question to Fred, that's where you do it. MoneyMattersUSA.net. Click podcast, then the drop down for Stump the Guru. We've got a couple of people here, Fred, who did yeah. uh, send out a question hoping to stump you. Here's the first one uh, saying, uh, and, 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 you know, I will mention again that Fred uh, will acknowledge if you stump him. And that's even if he has to do a little research to to answer your question more specifically. So here we go. Uh, this listener says, my husband died about one year ago and I inherited his advisor. My husband handled the money and I knew nothing about investing in income. I have $1.3 million being used to provide 60000 of annual income. I have Social Security and a small pension. My total income is $100,000. I also have 500000 in cash. Uh, what I'm wondering about is can I use an annuity to give me income using less than the $1.3 million and would I be able to do more with the rest of my money? Great question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, here's my thinking. Using $1.3 to produce 60000 of income, in effect, you're using the 4% rule. And I think that that's a dangerous approach. I think it's very wasteful of assets. That 4% is a moving number. Uh, Bengen has revised it many times. And uh, Morningstar uh, and, and other researchers, um, I mean, there's – it's it's just it's just not a reliable metric. So um, con, uh, uh, at the moment, annuity rates uh, are very high. The payout rates are even as high as ten percent, and that's a payout rate. It's not the interest rate that's being credited. It's it's the fact that it's being used to multiply against the the amount of money that that's in that was uh, deposited in the annuity, which suggests that about six hundred thousand could generate. Uh, 60000 for the rest of, of your life. And you could also use an increasing income product. There are increasing income immediate annuities. There are meaning, um, uh, increasing income uh, for short deferral uh, annuities. Um, and if you did that, you could free up about 700000 
uh, and depending on what your your income goal is, they could be used toward that income goal, give you more income. 100000 is not an enormous amount of money, but I don't know what your income uh, goal is. The other thing to consider is that if the market drops, you're going to use up the entire or most of that uh, uh, $500,000. And uh, if you use up the 500000 there goes your emergency fund mm. and your portfolio is going to drop. So, uh, I mean, if this makes sense uh, for you, then please give me a call uh, and take advantage of our, our free consultation offer on our red light uh, on the dashboard program. And that applies to you listening now also. And that that's wherever you are listening. 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188. Question number two in Stump the Guru with Fred Sade. I inherited an IRA from my, my mother in 2022. My mother was 84 at the time of her death and was taking RMDs. Now, my question is, are RMDs required for inherited IRAs in 2023? And if so, what table does the IRS use? Again, that's another uh, great question. And I can't give you a definitive answer on this one. So I'm going to give you what my best guess is. My best guess is that for 2023, RMDs are required using the 10-year rule. And the 10-year rule says that from years one to nine, you have to take RMDs, and then you take the final RMD in year 10. And you have until December 31st, 2023, to take your first RMD. And the prudent course is to take the RMDs um, because the IRS has not issued final rules, but I would take the RMDs in anticipation of those final rules. Now, so far as the table, the IRS uses the 2023 single life expectancy table, and every subsequent year you would subtract from the prior year's factor, and that will determine your your RMD. Well, there we go. Was that, um, okay, two, I mean, really, really excellent questions. That wasn't really a stump, though, was it, Fred? No, but it's it's a good question. It though. was a good question. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a good question because nobody knows the answer. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's the real issue here so it's it's just a, it's just a guess uh, i i would do it to be safe because i think that's the prudent thing to do and if you don't do it you know then the irs will will ding you yeah. and um you know under the new under the new rules they they get 25 percent if you rat yourself out they'll they can drop it to 10 but uh, but there's a penalty, so why 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 take the penalty? Why run the risk of taking the penalty? Is basically where I'm coming from. No, exactly, exactly. Well, good stuff as always. Thanks so much again to submit your question to Fred. It's moneymattersusa.net and click the podcast tab. Then you get the drop down for Stump the Guru there. Don't forget to also please be sure to click the red light on the tab board, uh, red light on the dashboard tab, not the tab board, dash. <laughs> and uh, get your question in to Fred again at moneymattersusa.net. Click podcast, drop down first. Stump the Guru. Fred, enjoyed it as always. So we've got uh, a couple more right. podcasts to go and looking forward to whatever it's being leaked from the staff to me about what you're planning for podcast 104. 
All right, I better be careful here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Watch who you're talking to on the staff, yes, apparently. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for you uh, along with us on this journey. Plenty more to come. We'll wrap up Podcast 100. Wishing you a great week. And uh, again, a fresh one comes down next Friday here for Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.